What up, you turds? Welcome to the Take It to Heart podcast. It is your master of the house, Michael Simlink. Joining me today for his sophomore appearance, hoping to avoid the sophomore slump, uh, is our friend Rex Kamink. Rex, welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me, and I hope I hope we can avoid that. Uh, well, you are going to have the chance to, to really determine that, because I'm going to present to you the talking stick. So, oh, okay. uh, so what do you got? Okay, I am going to make a lot of enemies today on this podcast. Please do. But I think that's kind of the point of the show. Uh, so my hot take for today is don't homeschool your kids. Oh, here we go. Don't do it. Yes. Don't do it. So basically, I've got three big points, and, and we'll go through them as we go through the podcast today. Um, number one thing I want to talk about is experience of teachers compared to the parent. So as you know, I want to be a future educator. So this really strikes home to me that you wouldn't allow yeah. your kids to go to school. I am training to become a history teacher, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm taking all the history courses at Northwestern that certify me to teach history at a high school level. I've gone to Greece. I've had all these experiences. How can you, as a parent, unless you had history teacher experience, be able to teach history as adequately as me? I mean, textbooks can be great, but the experience of a teacher is way more important. Now, like even if you're a history teacher like me, we still have all the other uh, major subjects, I just don't think you have the same experience that I have. Um, I think my parents would agree as also because they were also teachers. Um, second thing I wanted to talk about, the social factor of it. I think it is incredibly important to get the social factor of high school, middle school. I, I will agree that high school can be a little overrated at times. It's not the best four years of your life. It really isn't. Uh, uh, speak for yourself. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you really peak in high school? Uh, I don't know if I, I peaked. I had a great high school experience. Part of that, I think, was it's probably more of an argument uh, like smaller high schools versus bigger high schools. Going to a smaller one and the ability to do a lot of stuff, I think, made my high school experience pretty good. Do you think you would have missed out on a lot of stuff if you had been homeschooled? Yeah, 100%. Like, yeah. Like, I think the amount of sports that you would get there, um, the amount of experiences you get, just interacting with people on a daily basis that wasn't your parent teaching you or wasn't your siblings. Now, you might say, oh, what about all those, like, locations in the Midwest or any anywhere? It's more... It's more common in the Midwest, I've seen, um, of like groups of homeschoolers working together in solidarity. Well, that's your parents choosing who they interact with, this group. It's like, oh, I'm going to decide who you interact with for the next 18 years of life. That's not how the real world, real world works at all. You don't get to choose who you get to interact no. with to, to an extent. Um, so yeah, I think the social skills that you develop from interacting with people that you may not agree with or you may not understand or may not like or people that you really like, I think that's really important. I think I think middle school, elementary school, high school, they all contribute towards that. Um, and that brings me to the last thing, diversity of opinions. Um, if I grew up only having my parents feeding me information and their own opinions, oh man, I would miss out on so much. I think it is so important to just learn the diversity of opinions that people have. Um, uh, my friend Landon and my roommate, he said, like, everyone can explain something, but they'll all explain it different ways, right? Because everyone has their own biased opinion yeah. of things. And I get that a lot of homeschool parents are afraid of what they're going to teach and what bias they're going to have. But again, that's the real world. It's I, you can't always shield people from that. You can't shield a people from other people's opinions. That's basically what this show is about. Mm -hmm. Hot take opinions that you can't shield people from. 
let's let's go over it again. Experience, social factor, diversity, and finally, you can't shield your kid forever. That's right. I added a fourth one halfway through, <laughs> pulling it on you. I don't think being able to shield your kid for the first 18 years of life is helpful for them in any way possible. I just I think that you need to like sometimes sometimes you need to put like the little um floaties floaties thank you I could not think of the word floaties on your kid and let them go around in the small area but sometimes you just gotta throw them in the deep end and see if they can start swimming around learn how to dog paddle hmm. <laughs> I'll say generally I'm not someone who wants to have kids if I did I would have no consideration about homeschooling them yeah um and a lot of that is I don't want to do it. Right. And the funny thing is, it'd be interesting if we did this take, let's say, two months ago. Yeah. Versus right now. Like the amount of parents who are currently having to more or less homeschool their kids. Mm -hmm. Right. Because there are plenty of kids at schools where they have laptops and they are in their Zoom classes and and all this stuff. Like, and there's plenty of good stuff being written by a ton of good news outlets right now about how difficult this this homeschooling mm -hmm. kind of thing is as part of the the pandemic so it's interesting how many people would maybe have had a different opinion two months ago and now after having to do it for a while they're just like i i cannot how do teachers do it like i have to just teach two kids you know that are three years apart like how do you control 20 some of them you know if you're elementary age or whatever kind of like the challenges with that so that's the one thing i maybe just want to highlight is how now that we have we have more homeschooling in America right now than we have ever had since the yeah. education system, right? So this is like as as close of a as kind of a test in the matter. I don't want to have kids, but I wouldn't want to homeschool them either. Because one, I don't want to do it. I would definitely think like the qualification aspect mm -hmm. of it would be would be like pretty tough for me to like. Yeah, I guess could I could I teach them shapes and colors and some of that stuff? But like, at what grade is it? not am, am, am i no longer useful you know, i think honestly it's like pretty young so why not just like throw them in right away yeah and i like you said there are some rare exceptions a pandemic being one of them i'll allow it but like i am going to spend four years here at northwestern training for a job that's going to pay pretty little let's talk about like the average and i because i want to do it because i want to teach students and i want to inform the next um um, next generation of kids about history because I'm very passionate about it. I am not passionate about science. I, I'll be honest. I'm not passionate about English or anything. How could I possibly instill passion into my into my kids about that compared to you know a fellow English teaching student who uh, like like Skylar Sturk who really loves English. She teaches my kid. That's way better than me teaching my kid English in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So addressing particularly, I think, the, the social aspect mm -hmm. of it, there's ways that it can be done well to still have your kid integrated outside of, again, kind of outside that shielding. I don't know. I always I always make the joke like, oh, you didn't ride the, the bus to middle school, did you? Sometimes you, like, learn things that maybe aren't, like, great, but at some point, like, you, you have to get exposed to ideas or experiences and then deal with them. And honestly... As an RD, what I see is a lot of sheltered kids who have had parents bulldoze the way up until they're 18, and then they come to college, and they have no skill, like no ability to work through, like, oh, I'm encountering an idea that isn't exactly what my parents have agreed with. Like, how do I wrestle with this and stuff? And again, I'm not, this is not just limited to homeschool kids, but this is, this is a parenting idea that I think is very present in homeschool circles. Yeah. That shelter, that 
not getting exposed just to like different people or it's basically like i'm the gatekeeper here's who you know and don't know mm-hmm. i think when you let students participate either do like part homeschool like so they learn some stuff or, or like do you know whatever hours a day at home and then go to school like in the afternoons or whatever but then they can like do sports and stuff at the school there's some of that like chance to interact and stuff and i think that that's like can really help with some of the social mm-hmm. um and i will we'll go to bat here a little bit for homeschoolers I, I do think that there's probably and and you have not directly stated this but i know this is where people are maybe going to be going yeah the idea that all homeschoolers are awkward and like can't talk to people and can't have friends enough right your freshman year ra was alex courier who was kind of had uh, the the homeschool mm-hmm. plus but you know kind of public school experience but would say that he was homeschooled right obviously not an issue with like being social and relating to people and doing a good job and stuff it, the idea that the homeschooler is the awkward kid who can't talk um there are examples of that yeah lord that's... knows but that's certainly not the that's not what you're saying and that's also not the the trend in general. yeah not at i i would say before i came to northwestern that actually was a reality for me because a lot of the homeschoolers i knew um growing up were were kind of awkward i would say northwestern has changed that opinion of me um and they're yeah like alex courier some other guys like you know you you couldn't even tell but like Again, it does lend to a bit of that awkwardness. And then something you were saying earlier um, about protecting your kids, sheltering your kid, like to an extent, you want to do that. Like that makes sense. You want to protect your kids from some things. But we live in the information era um, where everything's online, everything's there. It's like you can only go so far to protect your kid at the end of the day. What you said about social social aspect, I think parents can do it very well. Um, they can They can encourage their kids to get out there and be part of stuff, but I think that added part of school, that solidarity of being in a school with other students who are struggling with the same things you are struggling with, it's way more important. And even like people who are struggling with things that you're not struggling with, encountering things you never thought you would encounter, that's something big that happened to me in high, in high school. I was like, wow. Uh, these people are dealing with things I could never understand because they never happened to my family. If I was if I was sheltered, if I was homeschooled, I don't think I would ever have um, encountered those at that age. And I think it was good for me to find those out in middle school and high school and kind of process those, internalize them, and like figure them out then instead of like being shocked as a college student or as an adult. Um, and then yeah, I, I just want to say one last thing about experience. I you know I talked about how I history teacher want to go Greece. I remember in high school, um, so I went to a Christian school. Some would say that's a halfway um, between homeschooled and uh, I, I would yeah. I would argue against that but uh you know that's for a different podcast I had a I had a biblical a biblical teacher excuse me not professor teacher and so I, I love my parents to death like they they are good they're good Christians they know the Bible but this man had traveled to um to Jerusalem like a dozen times in his career he understood how to interpret the bible in like the eastern perspective and so he understood the religion of christianity just so much better on a level that i don't think i could have ever have understood it that well if my mom had been like hey look at the bible go up and read it or hey here's some articles i found online because a lot of times um textbooks kind of miss the point and again are written with a pretty sharp bias depending on what state they're in so Mm -hmm. like at the end of the day, you can't just have a kid in front of a textbook. You also got to have that opinion of a of a teacher there to maybe curb some thoughts or to endorse some thoughts. I just think if my mom had picked up a history book when I was growing up as a kid and said, well, it says here that this happened at Thanksgiving. I mean, what else would I, how else would I have thought differently? And I, yeah. And then one last thing is like book choices and stuff like that from teachers. Um, oh, a big, a big recent one is like To Kill a Mockingbird. A 
parent could easily like suppress that. And I and I know some school districts have done that, which is very disappointing. But I think a lot of schools have decided, and my school decided, like those were important books to read for us growing up. Whereas, I you know you know some people who get those censured from them because they're too dangerous to read. So, yeah. well, I would say it makes sense for you as a future teacher that you want people to be in school. I yeah, think that's a really good. Uh, a really good thing. Rex, thank you for taking the time and during this very busy, busy quarantine season and uh, hopping on the pod. Hey, thanks for having me. And uh, thank you, dear listener, for choosing the Take It to Heart podcast. Please do me a solid, rate the pod, leave a review, and subscribe. Also tell a friend about us, which really does help us out. Uh, and you can follow us on social media at T-I-T-H podcast. Holler at us there. You can also email me as well, T-I-T-H podcast at gmail.com. If you got any takes that you would like me to do, uh, you can send them to me there. So thanks to Rex. Thanks to Anchor.fm. Stay safe and stay away. We'll talk to you next week. Keep it real. Keep it safe.